Hi everyone, welcome to the podcast where we talk about topics we have no business discussing because coaches don't play. I'm back with the OG Roja or Yishmita. I'm back. As you guys heard, my name is Roja or I also go by Yashmita. I just want everyone to know that I came up with the name Coaches Don't Play so I'm back <laughs> in the building. <laughs> I think it's timely because we did have our anniversary over this past summer. I know we didn't actually say it, but I'm pretty sure our first ever episode was in June or July or something. So, you know, happy belated anniversary to us. Yeah, <laughs> so exciting. Yeah. So before we jump into it, obviously we're going to be doing a little bit of a Q&A today, the 36 questions that lead to love. Before we do that, I do want you to give us a little life update. It is the first week of September, or is it the second? Yeah, I guess it's the first week of September. So let us know what's going on with you. Um, I started school back in August. Me and Kavya are both seniors this year. <laughs> very disgusting. Very crazy. I can't believe it's already September of 2021. Um, but I'm just doing the whole school shit. Just put my two weeks notice. Virgo season. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that, that Virgo season. Counting down the days till Libra season. But yeah, you can have your Virgo season for now. <laughs> yeah like i said virgo season i'm turning 21 this weekend um so you know wish me luck my birthday is september 12th finally turning legal yeah so new hair new age um my hair is purple now i i don't i haven't posted any pictures of my hair yet top secret reveal yeah top secret reveal so if you listen to this podcast you can say you can comment when i eventually post on my story or some shit you can comment be like yeah i already knew about your hair because i listened to the podcast like i'm an og fan so (laughs) podcast heard it first y'all yeah I guess everyone has recently been asking me, like, how does it feel? You're going to turn 21. Like, how does it feel? And honestly, like, some people are like, oh, like, I don't have any feelings about turning, like, a different age. Like, how do you feel about that? Like, when you turn a different age, like, is it, like, not a big deal? Like, how do you feel about birthdays? I mean, honestly, it's just clicking to me right now that I'm 20. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I've been new since last October, but it's only been hitting me recently, like, wow, I'm already 20. Uh-huh. Also, I'm only 20. Um, my birthday's in October, so 21 is also coming up really fast for me. It's just really jarring, because, like, 21 seems like such an old age, like, something everyone waits for. But then also, I, like, remember all the time, like, oh, I'm only 20, I'm only going to be 21. Like, I still have so much left for my 20s. Yeah. i got to graduate, be an adult. It's really crazy, honestly yeah yeah for me i think ages and like birthdays and stuff have like a lot of significance with every new age that i turn every new school year every like new year's eve and all that stuff like i feel like i do place a lot of importance on it it's like fresh start and all that stuff because like i am very goal-oriented so i like to be like okay reset like what are your goals etc but also i'm also very sentimental (laughs) so i'm like oh like i'm getting older like and I like reflect on like all the things Aww. that have happened in like the past year and stuff, and especially this past year, like me be like my twenty um, age was definitely like super like eventful mm-hmm. and like life changing and stuff like that. So there is that. I think in terms of like ages, I was thinking about it and I was like, I feel like nineteen. I didn't place that much significance on because I was just like, okay, it's like nineteen, um, and I just. I don't know i felt like when i was like younger like my earlier college years i felt older than i already than i actually was and i think we talked about this earlier too it was like realizing that like you're only 20 like you know how everyone acts like they're in their 20s in college when in reality you don't turn 20 till much later yeah no it's honestly like well 19 was the last birthday i had like in person and i honestly like didn't even really think about it but my friends like kavya and like 
um, all my friends at state kind of went like out for it or I mean they just got me gifts and then like 20 kind of came and went like with the pandemic I was just stuck at home like in my parents house like that's that's a that's a total L right there um so I think 21 for me is like a little more special also because I still have like I made a notes doc or like a goal doc I want to say like mm-hmm. my night around my 19th birthday of like everything that I wanted to do um, and honestly, mm-hmm. like, I haven't even made a dent in it. So this year, I'm really taking this year to kind of, like, step out of my comfort zone, stuff like that, and, like, do all the things on the list that I always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. So I think this year is definitely, like, a special one. Yeah. Yeah, I think when I turned 20, I already felt 20 for a really long time. So, like, the age actually wasn't that significant. But I remember I really enjoyed my birthday. Like, that was, like, a really special birthday to me, um, the way we celebrated it or whatever. But when it comes to 21, you're right. It is one of those things that, like, you really look forward to or everyone tells you to look forward to. And it just feels really old. Like, I was literally thinking about it. And I was like, the fact that, like, the government has said that, like, I am responsible enough to drink is, like, (laughs) crazy. And I know a lot of people have already been going out before they turn 21, but not me like (laughs) i haven't like been out out i've actually never like i've never been to a club never been to a bar anything like that so it's weird like actually feeling like an adult yeah for me it's like i've never been able to like order a drink you know what i mean like whenever people are like oh what do you like to drink i'm like i i you know genuinely don't know you know what i mean so um that's gonna be like an interesting experience i do feel like i'm stepping into something new also with like jobs and the talk about jobs and stuff going around like that's a whole nother thing that i feel like is adds on just like me being 21 basically thinking about 22 23 that's like that's like a whole nother ball game but (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah, I think another reason this birthday feels so special this year is because, or like this year of 21, is also definitely because it's our senior year. Yeah, yeah, no, that's true. I mean, we are the youngest in our class, so like all of you are probably listening, like if you're a senior too, like and being like, what the fuck, I'm 22, 23, or whatever it may be. Um, But yeah, yeah, we're babies. (laughs) LOL. But yeah, no, I am very happy to be a senior. I I feel like I've grown into like myself. Like looking, because you know when you're like reflecting back on your birthday and you're like, oh, like me when I was a freshman, me when I was a sophomore. Even I was like talking to one of my friends today and we were reminiscing about like sophomore year and like what we were like and all the things that we did. And like, it was like so interesting because I was like, yeah, I was like such a different person. And like I've grown so much and stuff like that. So yeah, it's a very nice feeling. But yeah, so let's jump into it. Okay, so today's podcast, we're actually going to be doing the 36 questions that lead to love. I think this is this is pretty famous. It's like a New York Times article. Mm-hmm. The whole point of it is like, oh, you can fall in love with anyone if you just go through all the questions. I don't think we're going to go through all the questions. I'm already in love with Kavya, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> we can't actually like test out this theory for you, but um, this, is, this is something you should definitely do. Um, especially if you're trying to like create conversation with like, I don't even know, like a stranger or something like that. Like this is a great question bank to look at. There's also like the We Are Strangers mm-hmm. cards that I actually have. You guys gave it to me for my birthday and I've used it like a couple of times and it's very, very fun. But yeah, so what's the first question that you want to do? Ooh, we should start with number two. Would you like to be famous and in what way? I feel like nowadays it's actually very like possible to become famous like pretty fast. No, I don't want to be famous in any way. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> yeah, I have no interest in being famous. I feel like for me, it's like 
I used to think it was so weird because I think it's like such a thing that you should want to be famous like you should want to be like remembered or known or like some kind of thing but like I think I just realized like I that's just not like a priority to me I guess like especially like in terms of famous people often associate that with like your career like being famous Mm -hmm. for like what you do even if that's like creative or medical or whatever it may be I really don't care to be like remembered I'm fine being like forgotten when me and my mom were talking about like reincarnation and stuff like in hindu in hinduism i talked about this in the religion episode too so if if you've been listening for a while this may be redundant but people often think that like if you were a good person like you get another life another cycle of reincarnation but in reality if you like were a good person or you learned all the things that you needed to learn in life you just die and you never come back to life and like Mm -hmm. you're never reincarnated and i feel like i do apply a lot of that wisdom to general life like i just want to learn all the lessons that are to be learned like really grow into myself as a person and then just be gone and that's it and that i think that's another reason why i don't really care to have kids either like yeah it's all like up in the air i'm also 20 so (laughs) that's my answer for now but yeah what about you do you want to be famous damn that's a really good answer I mean, everyone always clowns me, but, like, I actually used to have a makeup Instagram, and for, like, a short bit, I was, like, I want this to shit to, like, blow up. I mean, that was when I was a freshman. And then, like, as time went on, I kind of was just, like, oh, well, I'm just here to, like, post shit and go. Like, I don't really care, like, how many likes it gets or if it gets comments and stuff, because that shit feels so, like, empty to me. Like, those people don't actually know me, and it's also, like, I'm not posting any content of, like, actual importance. I'm just posting my face. If I was to be famous, like, I would only want to be famous in, like, a little micro-influencer type of way because, like, fame seems so daunting. I know, like, everybody kind of wants it or, like, it seems like everybody does, especially with, like, TikTok nowadays, but, like, it just seems so hard to have every single thing you do be scrutinized and even on, like, a smaller level, like, being infamous at, like, your college or stuff like that, like, doesn't seem very fun to me. I think the people that have it the best are like people that are like very niche influencers and they're like famous in a circle or like people in certain spaces are like, oh, that person. But it's not really like famous, I guess. I just want to be like respected or admired. But like, I don't think I want to be like famous at all. Like there's just too much negativity, I think, with that. Fame just comes with bad things. It It's not just good things. Also, like half the time, like famous it doesn't translate to money you're just getting clicks and views but it's not helping you in any way besides just like social clout Mm -hmm. i think it's cute when people are like a cute instagram girly or something like that and like they just post their shit and they go that's cute or like flex mommy she's someone me and kavya both listen to Mm -hmm. she posts like actual thought-provoking things on instagram and then she has like a little community that's interesting to me but other than that i wouldn't want to be like famous especially in a large scale yeah i agree and i think like the last time that i wanted to be famous is like maybe when i was like a kid when i was a kid i was like oh it would be so fun to be like an actress because like i used to dance when i was a kid and people would be like oh you're so expressive and like you're such a good dancer so i was like okay i want to be an actress and i want to be like you know famous and do all these things um dance and stuff like that because like in indian movies like you get to dance if you are an actress Mm -hmm. and then i think like when i grew up and like gained like a sense of like self-confidence is that the word or like self-esteem or something like that like a really strong one at this point like i think that was when i was like okay like external validation like what even is that you know 
and like even related to like career i think it's really important for people to think about what like even just in general like in career and just generally in life because obviously like career isn't your entire life what are like your markers of success i mean some people may say like success it has a clear definition but to me i feel like success can be defined by every single person and i think it's really important that you figure out what that is for yourself and i think i've been able to figure that out obviously like i am co- completely open to that changing as i grow older and mm-hmm. once i figured that out i was like being famous it does not like align or like fall in that thing you know yeah i mean i have like tiktok and so people like to joke that i'm tiktok famous. i'm not TikTok famous, <laughs> but um people like to joke about that shit if i actually wanted to like be famous i would have to like genuinely put effort into that stuff you know i think people make it seem like it just like comes to you and stuff and like it kind of did in a way because like it's not like i really worked really hard to get like followers on tiktok but at the same time if you actually want to grow and like be famous i don't think people recognize like the amount of work that you have to do not even work but like motivation yeah constant up to keep especially like creators it's like a constant grind of content yeah because people are always like oh why don't you like try and like become tiktok famous since you have followers and stuff but i'm like you don't understand like the amount of like motivation and like work you need to put to like actually do that it's not like just like some casual thing that you just do and i just know that like that is not for me Mm -hmm. the whole concept of being famous the only thing i like about it is access like they get access to things that a average person would not have but i mean i guess there's other ways to do that but like i don't know the only part about being famous that's cool to me is the access to like events Mm -hmm. the access to like material goods and like connections that you get but like the actual thing of oh everybody knows who you are uh, just okay um one thing i was thinking about because like i'm in healthcare right i feel like a lot of people in healthcare like want to be like very famous or like very rich like doctors or like scientists or like that kind of thing you know what i mean my whole thing with like capitalism and stuff i'm like if you are like a super rich i don't know like head of a non-profit or something like like a fucking billionaire that means something is wrong Mm do you see what i'm trying to go with this like for me like that doesn't really like like the math isn't math thing like even people who like go into healthcare with the intent of like making a lot of money like i know like that's a controversial take because people are like well of course people want a lot of money but i'm like if you're going into healthcare i feel like you do need to have pure intentions or at least that's mm-hmm. what i think makes like a good like healthcare professional i think a lot of people do go into it wanting to be famous that's crazy i did not think healthcare was <laughs> something you go into doing that no people do no i'm not joking dude people really do be like why do you like think so many brown kids want to be doctors like because they think it's gonna make them a lot of money and to me like to me personally my hot take of the day we're literally like 10 minutes in and i'm already saying the shit but my hot take of the day is like i think it's superficial and i Mm -hmm. don't like it (laughs) and i think it's unethical we could go into a whole nother tangent about healthcare bro dude literally okay last piece but my thing is like if you only want to create innovation or save lives because like one of my pillars of success is like i've always wanted to save lives right and so if you are only wanting to save lives in the context of like getting famous Mm -hmm. what are you really striving for like the validation or something else no it's crazy to me how many kids in healthcare just like literally don't give a fuck or don't have any empathy for other people and it's literally just just the money motivating them they almost make it like you can like succeed more like in terms of pre-med if you are cutthroat which does not create good doctors and like it's just like this perpetual cycle but that's my last thing okay next question (laughs) okay before we before we go on yeah Yeah. next question question. number four looks really good what would constitute a perfect day for you 
or not even perfect because perfect is a loaded word but a good day for you okay so right now i feel like every day i'm constantly running around and like i never spend time in my apartment or in my bed i literally get back at like nine o'clock every single day or like some shit like that today was like the first time in like three weeks that i've been at my apartment before five so honestly the perfect day for me would be like a day where i have like a lazy morning nowadays my body just wakes me up at like eight or nine um so eight or nine i wake up i just gotta chill make some coffee listen to some good music like start the day off mm-hmm. tame impala mm-hmm. like some chill chill something chill like that like <laughs> indie girl <laughs> okay I, my, my music recommendation is doug blair i like that guy but random yes i would start the day off with that and just like lay in bed do some work like be a little bit productive being productive feels so good to me but like I am so behind right now so like a perfect day would be like a kind of a little bit of a productive day and then a day where I get to like FaceTime my friends or like actually hang out with them in person mm-hmm. but yeah I'm just at a point where I just like seeing my friends and being lazy and taking rest that's honestly like all I want right now and some good food I really want some good food I've been learning how to cook mm, it's not going that that hot <laughs> guys, but, yeah, I think that would be a perfect day for me that sounds like a good day yeah what about you um i guess okay so my perfect day would be i get a really early start and i don't feel groggy as fuck um (laughs) (laughs) i get out of bed when my alarm tells me to and then what do i do i would oh my god okay so basically then i would drink chai like a chai latte with like oat milk okay tazo tea girly yeah it's like the tazo tea i really recommend it i've been fucking colonized basically let me backstory this (laughs) so i (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so i used to work at a Sali, right i used to work there and every day i would get a free drink right and when i would get a free drink i can't drink coffee because it literally gives me heart palpitation i feel like the, like i feel like i'm about to have a panic attack and i don't mean that in a jokey joke way so i don't drink coffee i drink chai because the amount of caffeine in that is enough for me and i just like drink it all the time and it is nothing like regular like home chai <laughs> so that's why i'm saying i feel colonized but it makes me feel energized without making me want to die so i'm dead i would drink that and then i would go to the gym i would come back shower do a journal entry probably go out with friends like maybe go thrifting or something like that get sushi for dinner maybe and then do other activities i'm dead so true so true that's like yeah that's like a perfect weekend day yeah because my thing is i fucking love sushi and it's one of those few things that i can eat in my like list of allergens so i really take advantage of that it's a very expensive restriction to have (laughs) that i can only really eat sushi or like rice products but sushi is very good and i went to mr tokyo today and it was great oh my god we have a mr tokyo here too i love that place that sounds like such a cute day oh my gosh one of the questions that like when we literally opened this we were like we should do this one is number eight name three things you and your partner appear to have in common Ooh. okay this would probably be so easy for strangers but i guess i feel like this is a loaded question since we know each other really i feel like it'd be harder for strangers though right really i feel like they would just say some superficial shit oh right <laughs> <laughs> me and you were both indian we're both tamil <laughs> wow <laughs> technically we're both eldest daughters oh wait true i'm a middle child actually but <laughs> no, she's yeah, not she's a twin girl. shut the fuck up <laughs> she was born one minute before puja i hold that shit over her head <laughs> yeah i don't know see it's so hard I feel like me and you both have a sense of responsibility for other people. Mm. Starting off super deep. Wow. <laughs> no, wait, you're so right. Oh my god, fuck. Okay, continue. I mean, that's probably because Kavya actually is the oldest daughter. 
mm-hmm. i'm just cosplaying as one i guess <laughs> i have an older brother so like i probably like lol i never realized i was the oldest daughter until somebody was like you actually kind of are um but i'm literally a twin so like i feel like you act like very much like a middle child because my mom's a middle child so that's my point of reference for like every single middle child i ever meet because my mom is such a middle child it is actually crazy like very agreeable like very responsible like doesn't try and like cause any trouble kind of sacrificial in a way like in terms of family but that's just my mom but yeah i think you do tend to have middle child characteristics which could play into like the whole like sense of responsibility over others because when i was talking about the things that me and my mom share in common on the parenting episode one of the things i said was i was like we both feel like this like duty or like pressure to like take care of other people's like emotions oh i remember you saying that Mm -hmm. i listened to that episode (laughs) i think that's a good one Mm -hmm. what's something else we have in common I feel like we like the thing is I've always felt like oh yeah we're kind of similar but like I I can't put it into like exact words yeah I think we share so much in common but we're also just like so different as well I think we both try like we're both have a have a huge sense of like growth I feel like we're always like how can I improve myself oh yeah that's true sometimes I feel like both of us don't recognize like enough of um what makes us like so good i'm like so bad at wording things nowadays but i know what you're talking about yeah no i think that's true i think we do have like a tendency to like self-reflect especially on like situations like our role in situations basically i think that we are both leaning towards the side of like being practical oh that's so true bestie there are certain situations where i'm like i feel like i lean into it too much there's sometimes where you lean into it too much Recently, I will say romantically, you are really leaning into it. I'm crying. Oh, exposed. Exposed moment. Exposed. (laughs) That's true. I feel like we both take turns being like a dreamer, but then there's sometimes where we just like shut it all down and like only the practical route. Like, I think that's so true. I feel like you are definitely more realistic than me, or at least like, I don't know if I've seen it. Like, I feel like you think more realistically than me. I have a tendency to be more dreamer like. I'm dead. I think it's just the way I was raised, but like, I don't know. Yeah, I think I think sometimes I do have a tendency to be overly practical, but yeah. I think we both take turns at that. We both do that, yeah. Love that. That was a cute question. Yeah, I like that one too. Okay, number nine. For what in your life do you feel most, most grateful? This is kind of a hard one, but you want to go first? Yeah. Um. What do I feel the most grateful for? This is going to be so sound so vague, but it is a very, very big thing. It's like my physical health has improved. Even if it's like a little bit, that's kind of a big deal. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that I don't, but like usually I have like a lot of chronic pain. And like recently, like I've really been vigilant about taking care of that. And as a result, I think that my mental health has been doing better. So like those are two things is like my physical and mental health mm-hmm. have been doing better. I'm really grateful that I really like my roommates. Um, because in the past i have not had some i I haven't had such hot experiences but um there's that i'm grateful i have a car now so like i can like go places that i want to and stuff i haven't really gone anywhere to be completely honest other than aldi today this girl she'd be walking 30 minutes to her campus bro Uh -uh. (laughs) use that car yeah it's too much um so yeah i'm grateful for that oh my god miss girl so what do you feel most grateful for (laughs) I feel most grateful for the fact that I put myself in like certain environments like my college experience is very much defined by the people I hang out with and I'm just like really grateful I'm in environments where like constructive criticism is like something that's normal and appreciated and that like I can communicate to my friends properly 
I don't know what the words for that, but like I just have the opportunity to do that in like a healthy way. Yeah, because like sometimes like um, at work or like with my classmates, when someone's doing something to like piss me off, I get very close to just like telling them, and I'm like, oh wait, that would be kind of weird, <laughs> like if I just like came at their throat like that. But like with my friends, I know I can. Like even if it's mm-hmm. something like serious, it still would hear- hurt their feelings, but. Like, I'm just in situations or, like, communities where, like, that is expected and okay. And I'm very grateful for that. Like, um, I'm also, like, very grateful that I live in an apartment with, like, my line sisters. Yeah. And I live in an apartment off campus because I've been living on campus for the past few years and, like, with my parents. And that is so, like, draining. Or just, like, not what I wanted out of my college experience. Um, So I'm really grateful that I get to do that senior year, even though... Sometimes our apartment be sus. <laughs> I have to take the bus to campus. It's still something. Uh-huh. It's still something I'm so like happy for this year. That sounds very great. Okay, so do you want to go to the next question? Yeah, let's do number 11. Take four minutes and tell your partner your life story in as much detail as possible. We're not going to do four minutes, but we're going to do it as fast as we possibly can because we don't have all day. Yeah. Do you want to go first? Oh my god, no, you go first. Okay, fine. That's right. <laughs> okay, so Kavi was born in the state of Texas. Yeehaw. H-Town hottie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the only thing I will say about Texas. It's fucked in every single other way. But, um, you know, Megan The Stallion was from there. Beyonce was from there. So, you know, what can I say? And D Kavya is from there. We're cut from the same cloth, okay? Wow. Beyonce is also a Virgo. So <laughs> I was literally about to mention that. Ooh and i think selena gomez is also from texas but anyways let me start over so i was born in texas and i was born to the parents of saravanan and vasuda and my mom actually was going to grad school she was going to grad school in texas at the time when i was like a child or like a baby basically so she was built different she would literally take me to office hours then we ended up moving to California. We moved to Nevada. We went to India for six months. Um, I was born into an extremely large family. My dad's side has six sisters, and he is the second youngest out of all of them. Each of them have two kids who each have two kids, and I know every single one of them very personally. <laughs> so that was what I was born into. On my mom's side, she has an older brother, a younger sister. And yeah, so I had the best of both worlds. I had the small family, I had the big family, and all of that stuff, right? Then I moved to North Carolina. This is where my actual memory starts. <laughs> Um, I moved to North Carolina when I was five years old. My brother was born shortly after on September 9th, which is literally tomorrow. And then I was born September 12th, right? So we had very similar birthdays. I was extremely excited to have a little brother. Around the same time, when I was six years old, I met Roja and Pooja. (laughs) And I also met so many other childhood friends that I have, basically. Mm -hmm. I met them through, like, the Tamil Association. And those are, like, that's, like, my foundation of, like, where my friendship started, basically. So I think that's very important. Yeah, get into it. I grew up a super, super talkative kid. I was very interested in, like, creative arts. Like, I loved to dance. I was very expressive. I would get in trouble a lot for talking. And, yeah, I, like, went through elementary school. I was low-key hiking bullied um, because I went to, like, a majority white school. (laughs) I don't think that has much of an effect on me, but I do think it's important to mention because when I went to middle school, I went to a magnet middle school, and that was the first time where I'd been around majority like brown people or like Asian people. That was when I first made like actual friends, and I think that shaped me as a person as well. Then I moved to high school, and in high school, that's when things started getting harder (laughs) in terms of like life. 
I was definitely raised in a household where like anything under an A is absolutely unacceptable. You have to go to like the best college in the entire world. That was a really shaping factor in like how my high school experience basically went. So my mental health declined. I kind of lost sense of like who I was almost. Senior year, def things definitely looked up. I started hanging out with Rojan Puja a lot more. Yeah, and then I eventually, I eventually graduated. I went to college in two hours away in UC Charlotte, and it was almost like a fresh start. It was like I could like rebrand myself. Mm -hmm. I started off as a pre-med uh, because I was like super motivated when I went to college. No one ever told me they wanted me to be a doctor, but I decided I was going to. Freshman year was a lot of fun because I had like this big group of friends that imploded because other people had re relationship dramas. <laughs> I also did struggle a lot. Ups and downs, basically. I just don't want to like totalize like one whole year as like good or bad. But sophomore year, I lived in an apartment where like I had friends like down the hall and like in my apartment. But I think during the end of freshman year and especially like sophomore year, I was extremely antisocial because I was only focused on like being like a pre-med kid. Like you kind of have to sacrifice like your social life. So then I stopped being pre-med. Um, I went full on into public health, which I, I had been doing since the beginning of college. But yeah, this is when I really stepped into it. And then the pandemic started. And I think that was like not a great time for me. So like we had someone pass away in our family. That really took a toll on me. I went in and out of a relationship, mm -hmm. etc. Mm -hmm. But then I grew from it. And now I am the person I am today. And I am completely <laughs> different from the person I was uh, wow. in Texas. So yeah, Full that was my summary. Moment. <laughs> full circle moment okay now what's yours that was so cute oh my god I, let's see if i can do that as well oh my god okay so i was born in charlotte nc carolina born and raised but i was born and i had a twin sister i have one older brother and both of my parents had moved here from india mm -hmm. so after i was born in charlotte we moved to the triangle when i was around three years old and we moved into our house when i was five and i lived in that house all the way up until last year i want to say actually i moved there during covid but i went to an elementary school in the triangle that was majority indian i was kind of head empty i think i only gained full conscious realness like was that the like conscious thinking powers in middle school so i was very head empty during elementary school like didn't have any thoughts whatsoever <laughs> um, but i was a creative child and i would often draw a lot um which i think helped me make like good friends and like my friends introduced me to like manga and cartoons which definitely had an impact on me growing up um like the type of materials i was reading i was a really heavy reader as a child to the point where like when my parents grounded me they were like you can't go to the library and that was like devastating to me there was one summer I got in so much trouble. They were like, you can't go to the library the whole summer. And then I read the whole entire, every single book in our mm -hmm. house that summer. I've heard. <laughs> I know, right? But I was a heavy manga reader, read manga online, and then it turned into like being a Tumblr kid in middle school, which definitely had a sort of impact on me growing up. I can think my personality and like my current interest to that. I was super into like fandom stuff, like Harry Potter stuff, that side, that side of Tumblr in middle school, like social justice and all that type of stuff. But yeah, middle school kind of came and went. I made a lot of my friends from high school in middle school, actually, because we all ended up going to the same high school. I don't really have like that much of like a full-fledged experience or like childhood, I guess. I kind of just like went to school, came back. Mm -hmm. uh, my parents didn't let me do sleepovers or anything like that. So I think I just kind of like it was just a basic life of like going to school, coming back, going to school every single day. And then I went to college 
yeah you're saying like oh i, I might be speeding through this but my life literally like <laughs> bro, i didn't do shit in high school <laughs> like um yeah so in in college i went to north carolina state university and i think freshman year was probably like a really big growing year for me just because it was the first time i was like alone in a new environment and it really allowed me to like explore who i was and like think about who i was and like kind of just like be on my own and learn how to self-express so that was really fun i made like a few friends that year and just stuck to the same friend group of like three or four people my whole freshman year and it was a really enriching experience i was in like a woman of welch village which allowed me to like continue my like hobbies of like social justice and like learning and education and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and then let's see sophomore year i decided to like step out of my comfort zone i actually ended up rushing a asian sorority asian interest sorority and i'm still in it now it's definitely like one of my favorite things about being in college um but that took up like all my time fall 19 and anyone listening fall 19 anyways (laughs) but yeah um and then january of that year we all got sent back home so i've been living at home for the past year and a half i lived on campus last spring but at home this past summer and now i'm living back off campus at nc state and it's just been a really fun time in college i feel like my life has kind of been on pause um but now it's kind of like going full speed but yeah i guess i guess that's it yeah. that's kind of a, a more drier explanation than kavya's but... <laughs> no i think that was a good summary okay let's move to set number two. Oh my god set number two already period What's, what question do you want to start with from set number two I don't know. I think I, I chose the I chose the last one, so you can. Ooh. Okay. This is a hard one. Let's do number thirteen. If your crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? This is so hard. Okay. So I'll go. Everything I'm thinking is like very like not surface level, but it's like not very big picture. I feel like I don't have a lot of questions about my life at this point because I'm I'm very much living in like the present, basically. Like I'm just thinking about like, okay, what's the next thing? Like my job, what's the next thing? Like, I don't know. That's that's really it. Like in terms of like milestones, like other than being twenty one, like other than that, like big life decisions, it's like really just like applying to a job, really. So I guess I would ask myself if I'm gonna regret the decision I make or like what decision I should I should make. Mm-hmm. Asking like my future self basically. As much as like yeah, like jobs when I like really step back and think about it, like the job you choose right now isn't really that big of a deal. But um, I do feel like I really need some guidance. And I feel like I've talked to like so many different people, like older than me, like people who are like in jobs, like in the healthcare field and all this stuff. But I think like oftentimes whenever I want guidance, I want it from like my future self because I feel like I always in the future know so much more. Like me right now, if I were to talk to my freshman year self, like that shit would be mind blowing. Like, so that would be mind blowing. <laughs> the things I would have to say like you know what i mean so like yeah that's what i would want to know and i feel like that's such a surface level question i mean to ask but um i'm i'm really curious to know what yours are for like ideas oh my god i thought i knew the answer to this question and um, the more i think about it the more i don't know what i would ask what's the first thing that comes to your head Ooh, i feel like this is honestly sad but i would want to know how my future self got my parents to like trust me i guess i don't know i don't have like that great of a relationship with my parents and i feel like they still see me as a kid so Mm -hmm. i would want to know like what is the one thing i can do that would like completely let them like free their reins of me or like see me as an adult i guess i'm just gonna have to do something crazy and figure it out Uh (laughs) uh-huh like beg for forgiveness and not for permission yeah yeah (laughs) 
because I I too I feel like right now I feel like life is so limitless and there's like so many paths I can take yeah um, so many things I can do in my 20s like their possibilities are truly endless mm-hmm. so like I don't really care what job I have or like I don't care when like I'll get my first tattoo or like oh what's your favorite memory because I just want to do it all mm-hmm. um so I don't really have like one specific question when it comes to my own life I guess mm-hmm. yeah I'm kind of at a point where like I'm satisfied with like what I'm capable of doing mm-hmm. and I know I probably won't be able to accomplish like every single little thing I want to do in college or like in my 20s um, well in my 20s hopefully I'll do everything but since college is coming to an end I kind of already know like it's not realistic that I, I'll finish everything I want to do but I made peace with that so I guess I guess that answers a question yeah I think that's a good answer mm-hmm. do you want to pick the next one Ooh, okay. If you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change anything about the way you are now living and why? Dude, yes. I think this goes back to my last question. Since I feel like I have so much time left because I'm literally only 20, I'm kind of living a very slow-paced life and I don't really like take initiative to like do that much because i'm like oh i'm satisfied like what's what i'm doing now and i have time to do everything that i want to do but like in reality if i keep on pushing things off i know like i'm probably not gonna do all the things i imagine myself doing so right now i kind of live in a way that it's like tolerable to my parents Mm -hmm. like i don't have piercings or tattoos or i haven't dyed my hair yet but like if i knew i was gonna die (laughs) which i'm dropping out of school i am doing everything crazy i'm like flying across the country like traveling to seattle going out of the country like everything like like i'm hanging by a thread bro i hate my classes (laughs) but if i knew i was gonna die i don't need a degree i can (laughs) eat somewhere else you know i would take more risks than what i do currently Mm, okay what about you um yeah i think i was literally listening to a podcast about this the other day and i related to them so much in the sense that like i really love my life right now and the way that i would live it but that doesn't mean i would change it if that makes any sense you know what i mean like if i knew that i were going to die in one year i would also drop out of school um because the thing is like school is a very like it's like for future use basically you're not really gonna get much (laughs) out of it now other than like you know college experience let me not say that college is useless but like i feel like it is very much like an investment for the future but i feel like if you're gonna die in a year then it's like what's the point so yeah i would drop out of school and then i would also travel other than that like yeah maybe i'd go skydiving i literally have no interest in skydiving in any other context unless i was about to die because my mom's like, yeah, like, she is very much like, you should do, like, the things you want to do. And she's like, yeah, why don't you want to do it, you know? Like, pushing me to confront, like, my fears or, like, limitations, basically. And I'm like, well, I would only do it if I was, like, 80 and, like, I don't really have anything to lose. Dude, I feel like it's unsafe <laughs> you know what I mean? at that point. Like... What in the world? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what my mom said. She's like, I don't even think if you're, like, like 80, 90, 100 years old, like, I don't think they're going to allow you to do that. <laughs> and i was like well that's the only way i'm doing it you know um just for like the fuck of it because whenever people say bucket list i feel like every five seconds it's like i would go skydiving i would go bungee jumping and i'm like okay like that's not on my actual bucket list but if i were to truly kick the bucket in a year okay i'll do it for the fuck of it 
basically in the podcast that i was listening to they were talking about like this the guy on the podcast he was like talking to like a doctor and he was like oh do you like love your job like is it like everything you want to do and he was like yeah i like love my job i like get to help so many people he was like a special kind of doctor i don't remember what i don't know if he worked in like a rural area or something but it was like very unique experience he's like yeah i love it i love everything that i do like i'm living my life to the fullest and stuff right but then he was like, but if you were to die in a year, would you continue doing what you're doing? And he was like, fuck no. Like, <laughs> I'm quitting the practice and I'm traveling and stuff. And he's like, then doesn't that mean you're not living your life to the fullest? And he's like, no, that does not mean I'm not living my life to the fullest. But like when you put like a time limit on it, like investing in your future does make you feel really happy. But then when there is no future, why would you invest in it? Or at least that's what my take is. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't make you happy to invest anymore because the thing is like there is no future to invest in. I don't know if that was a tongue twister, wow. but this is my this is my thought about this question. I've thought about it a lot, but <laughs> I, yeah, I want to travel and stuff like that. But then I would also want to spend like my last days with like my family and like my closest friends and stuff like that because I have put so much time and effort into maintaining those relationships already. So I would want to see that exactly. Through. Yeah, no, I think that's that's literally the perfect answer. Is there anything else in set two that you want to do? No, I think set three is the vibe. I look like the first set the best. I, w- I want to do this in like a narrator voice, <laughs> but um, number 26, um, complete this sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share. I wish I had someone with whom I could share cozy moments. Does that make sense? Oh, like cuddling, staying in yeah, and stuff? Yeah, uh, my attachment style is like anxious avoidant, actually. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, I used to be like, I'm just normal attachment style. What are y'all talking about? No that is such a lie <laughs> that's such a lie i'm very much like anxious avoidant or is that the right word i think so like i get i push people away really easily because mm-hmm. i'm afraid of rejection and like i don't reach out like first because i i'm just afraid of rejection mm-hmm. so it's very hard for me to be like physically close with other people or like do like all the things other people do like kind of just like oh like sit in bed with someone and like watch tv or like share that closeness with or like be someone else's like go-to person or like make someone my go-to person Mm -hmm. so i think like that is something i would want to share with someone like a sense of like physical closeness Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good one it's uh fall season so this is the time i'm crying i think this is the time when people find people like that (laughs) cuddled up times if i were to finish the sentence i wish i had someone with whom i could share experiences with because i feel like i am very down to do a lot of things like yes i'm very practical but what's Mm -hmm. the word for it i really want to like get the most out of life life is meant to to, like have so many experiences in like in terms of like traveling like when i travel i want to be able to like go like see everything and like make the most out of everything basically and in that sense it would be really fun to have someone or like have a friend that is very down to do stuff Mm. i think that's also me speaking from like the fact that like i'm an extrovert with like all introvert friends and so that's kind of difficult so like if i want to go out or something like that or if i want to like travel or if i want to like go somewhere social all of a sudden like that is not Mm. like an option for me unless i were to like you know go out of my comfort zone and do it myself i think definitely like as the school year has started like i'm meeting more people who are more extroverted like even if they aren't straight up extroverts like who are more extroverted which is very exciting but yeah i think that i do already have like close friends from when i was very young like all of my friends 
yeah all of my close friends are from like when i was like in middle school or like literally a child so <laughs> i feel like that bucket i'm like very satisfied with yeah that's so cool but in terms of just like surface level experiences just like living life like that would be fun i think it's yeah it's kind of hard to find people to like do things with so that is like so important mm-hmm. how much time do we have left we can do like one last question Ooh. okay Okay, let's do number 30. When did you last cry in front of another person or by yourself? I actually don't know the answer to this question. I have to really think about it. I tend to cry when I whisper, if that makes sense. Which is just like a weird trait I have. Like, if I'm trying to like stay soft-spoken, for some reason, like, I just start crying. That sounds so weird. Or like, when I get frustrated, I cry. So last time I cried was like, I got really frustrated I have like a lot of open, honest communication with my friends. So like I was in a situation and the outcome was like really disappointing to me because I felt I had like tried really hard. So I started crying when I was explaining the situation to one of my Mm -hmm. other friends, (laughs) which was so like, it's very awkward because it's not like that did anything. Like it wasn't really like a situation that could be solved, but I like ended up crying because I was just like explaining it and I was getting frustrated and like getting emotional over the Mm -hmm. situation. But luckily, like, the friends I have are, like, pretty understanding. Mm -hmm. So they're not going to be, like, clowning me or some shit when I cry. (laughs) So that was nice. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. What about you? Well, this is a very easy question for me to answer, but also kind of hard because I don't know when the last time it was, but, like, the only people I cry in front of are my family. That's literally because you cannot escape them. Oh, yeah, Mm -hmm. one thing about me is I don't cry in front of other people. Um, I should probably stop saying that as, like, a definite statement because I feel like, low-key, I feel like it's, I have a lot of guy friends, right? So every time I tell them about that, I'm like, it's kind of weird. They're like, no, it's not. Because the thing is, a lot of men don't even be crying, like, by themselves, which is honestly, like, you're emotionally constipated, bro. Like, I'm not even saying that as, like, genuinely scared for them. Like, that is, like, how I feel about that. They don't be crying like that, bro. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, that's normal. But I don't think it's normal at all. I think that's something I really need to work on. Mm-hmm. We is worried for you. I haven't even cried in front of my therapist. Probably the last time was probably in front of my mom about, like, jobs basically going into healthcare there are very two different sides of it like the corporate side or you can go into like the more like service oriented side wow that one's hard struggling Mm -hmm. with that decision and just like grappling with like i don't know just like how fucked up the world is i don't i don't know how to explain this that isn't in like a super super long way but just like having to make those kinds of decisions and just like thinking about that makes me very very frustrated with the world and capitalism and the way things work yeah i think that's Mm -hmm. i think that's it what a melancholy way to end this (laughs) i know wow (laughs) i think you know the one that was so funny to me was number 34 please someone tell me a good answer to that one is basically saying that everything you own catches on fire after saving your loved ones and pets you have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item what would it be and why tell me why i was thinking my phone bro tell me why dude that shit is important though i'd be like oh hell no time to transfer my data no thanks dude no that's such a gen z answer honestly like i feel like i would do that shit too oh no because imagine you get outside after your house burnt to flames and you can't even text nobody you can't even be like hey guys my house burned down come get me you just you just stuck outside 
just standing there no (laughs) that was not my logic i was thinking more on the lines of like all my photos are on there also i don't know the password to anything like i just don't remember so like if i lose my phone i'm fucked i have to do reset my password for every single account think about that that's so true imagine the nightmare situation that would be oh no that'd be worse than your house burning down (laughs) not being worse I was about to say my skateboard, bro. I literally don't even skate. Like, I have this shit, and, like, I barely use it. I'm still learning how. But I feel like I would just be so mad that it burnt into flames and I never even learned how to use it. <laughs> that should be expensive. Yeah, I would just be so mad. I'd be like, dude, you really burnt that thing, like, even though you never used it. Like, that would just piss me off so much. Oh, my God. The possibilities that could have been, you know? Yeah. So I'd probably grab that. Yeah, that's all for today, folks. Um, We got through as many questions as we possibly could in an hour. Thank you for listening. Yeah, thank you so much for listening. Definitely answer the questions yourselves, even if it's not the questions that we did. Do it with a friend, do it with a stranger, get to know someone, and maybe fall in love. Wow, falling in love. But yeah, these are great questions to ask your friends. I feel like when you're just bored and you have nothing to talk about, these are really good topics. Thank you so much, Roja, for coming on our podcast. Slide into her DMs and tell her what you thought. Tell us if you want her on again. <laughs> if not, then, you know, we're just going to assume you didn't like it. So. <laughs> You're going to ban me from coming back. Yeah, exactly. We're going to be like, yeah, sorry. Um, no one wants you back. <laughs> so tragic, so tragic. This was Coaches Don't Play. Bye, guys.